Hey everybody, you're listening to that Porn Guide podcast, your guide to everything sex, and your new hookup to all of the hottest porn stars, OnlyFans accounts, adult toys, and adult industry news. Today's episode is the first in the series, and I hope you enjoy it. If you do, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe, depending on which platform you're listening from. Also, follow us at That Porn Guide on Twitter, where you'll find all of the adult content that we can't post with podcasts. Each episode, I will guide you through the accomplishments, background, and content of a different adult actress. I will also be highlighting some of the hottest OnlyFans accounts that we can find. We will be telling dirty stories from the internet. We will also be talking about adult industry news, adult toys, and adult crowdfunding campaign opportunities when available. With that, let's get started with our first feature porn star. Celebrating her 40th birthday this month on the 22nd is retired adult film star and icon Jenna Hayes. If you happen to hear this podcast, happy birthday to you, Jenna, and thank you for being so hot. And best wishes to you on your special day. Before we get into all of the details of who she is, her accomplishments, and her career in the adult industry, I'd like to take a shot at describing her sexy self in the best way my barely functional man brain will allow. And without any further ado, in most of what I've seen, she has beautiful long brunette hair with blonde highlights. Her eyes are long, dark, and smoky, often accompanied by dark makeup highlighting and accentuating the complexity within. Her frame is sharp, petite, with small breasts, small areolas, and nipples. Her skin is smooth, supple, tight, with a light tan and no visible blemishes or birthmarks. Her booty is small, heart-shaped, and matches her petite frame with perfect precision, as does the accompanying hole that you're now imagining. It's slightly darker than the surrounding skin, with tiny ridges pulling inwards to the entrance. Swinging around to the other side, one can only describe her vagina as tiny, with dark ridges on the labia, and a light pink interior. Heading further south and finishing up our tour, her feet are pretty little things with long peanut-like toes and smooth skin all around. And with that, our VR tour of the mind has ended. I can only hope that I accurately accurately (laughs) describe Jenna's beauty. But let me know what your thoughts in the comments if you're listening on YouTube, or you can always tweet at me at that porn guide on Twitter. So, who is this? Jenna Hayes. Well, let me hit you with the bullet points real quick. Born in California, February 22nd in 1982. She is of German and Spanish descent. She majored in psychology. She is very petite at 5 foot 3 inches and 102 pounds. Her eye color is brown. Her bra cup size is 36B. Her waist is 24 inches and her hips are 32 inches. And for those of you with a foot fetish, her shoe size is 5.5 US. She has accomplished quite a bit in her career as an adult actress. According to my research, she has performed in adult videos from 2001 to 2014 and continued to perform in mainstream TV and movies up until as recent as 2019. As far as I could find, she has been in at least 400 videos. She has produced at least six times and directed at least 16 times. In her amazing career, she won at least 18 and was nominated for 60-plus pornographic industry awards, including the 2003 Avian Award for Best New Starlet and the 2009 Avian Award for Female Performer of the Year, making her the second performer in history to ever win both awards in the course of her career. Her first scene ever was The Oral Adventures of Craven Moorhead 8, and was intended to only be an oral sex scene, but in the heat of the moment, she ended up having intercourse with the two male performers in that scene. In 2006, she began writing a sex advice column in the pornographic Fox Adult magazine, and in 2012, she was inducted into the AVN Hall of Fame. 
As previously mentioned, she is retired, but still very popular on Pornhub, OnlyFans, and social media. In researching for this podcast, I found that as of February 20th, 2022, she had a Pornhub rank of 633 with 22,207,999 video views, 445,000 followers on Twitter, and 63.7 thousand likes on OnlyFans. She even hosted a TED Talk in 2019 about the porn industry that currently currently has 163,121 views on YouTube. I will include a link to that video in the description of this podcast and on my Twitter, at that porn guide. You can find her Twitter, OnlyFans, and Instagram pages, at Jenna Hayes. For those of you interested, her Pornhub bio reads, Every industry has its veterans, from athletics to the military. In Pornoland, veterans are girls who have successfully graduated from one genre to another without missing a beat. Jenna Hayes is one of those vets. Having started out as tight, learning how to blow pole for spunky rewards, continuing for over a decade, through to lesbian porn, fetish scenes, anal, and orgies, now Jenna Hayes is a Hall of Famer, but she hasn't gotten too big for her bitches. <laughs> With her own studio, Jenna keeps rocking out hot bodies on cock and making girls wet as regular <laughs> as you be jerking your jerk jerking your gherkin. You'll have to forgive me, it's a bit of a hard read. So what keeps this vet on top of her game? Question mark. Real petite body that can handle the roughest pounding. Question mark. Horish eyes that scream for action. Question mark. Check. Biteable titties. Munchable muff and grabbable ass. Question mark. Triple check. But it's dedication that really sets a star above the rest of us. Even though Jenna has talked about giving up, getting nasty while the film rolls, she has no plans to leave the business entirely. We hope with experience like this, generations of rookies, rookie sluts will get the training they need from watching her work. Teaching is preaching, after all, and who would want to get schooled and disciplined by none other than the Jenna Hayes? If you missed any of her naughty lessons, good thing us Pornhub junkies work hard to stuff our faces full of Jenna's beep footage. And that's pretty much everything I could find that I thought would be interesting about Jenna Hayes. But before we move on to the next subject, I would like to take a minute and try to send some traffic her way. Being as honest as I can, most of us are going to view her content for free as nobody pays for porn anymore. Which is a huge problem for those working in the industry, so I feel the least I can do is point some of you super fans to her merchandise store. Where you'll find everything from non-nude posters, clothing, and accessories featuring non-nude, non-pornographic Jenna Hayes the link to which will be in the description. I'd like to also take a second real quick to cite my sources for my research into Jenna Hayes, which includes Jenna Hayes' Wikipedia page, her account on Pornhub, and her website that you now have the link to. Moving on to our next segment, which is our OnlyFans of the week. So this being the first episode in the series, I wanted to pick the absolute 100% hottest OnlyFans girl, and I believe that to be a girl who goes by the name Cherry Crush. Now, I'm not going to go into the same level of detail that I did for Jenna, mostly due to the fact that I couldn't find a whole, all that much information about Cherry Crush, but I will tell you what I know, and what I know is she is so hot. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, um, her beauty is exquisite. She has smooth, porcelain-like skin, beautiful blonde hair, gorgeous big eyes, and full lips. Her best feature being a very seductive mouth. She is also sporting a very tight but shapely body, 
with firm medium-sized breast and a booty to die for. But she's definitely more than just an adult content creator. She has a playful attitude and is very creative and talented in many other ways, including the art of ASMR, or Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, which she also has a large following for on YouTube and Spotify, which I will leave a link to in the description of this episode. You can find her adult content OnlyFans at Cherry Crush. Her adult content Twitter can be found at MyCherryCrush. She also has some non-nude adult content social media pages, including her Instagram, TikTok. That can be found at MyCherryCrushX. And last but not least, her YouTube channel can be found at CherryCrushTV. Her following is pretty impressive with the following numbers. Her OnlyFans is sporting 124,000 likes. Her Twitter has 273.4 thousand followers. Her Instagram has 584,000 followers. Her YouTube channel has 968,000 followers. And her TikTok is 613.9 thousand followers with 3.4 million likes. That's pretty impressive no matter which way it's swinging. So that's all I have to say about Cherry Crush. But once again, before I move on to the next segment of the show, I do want to once again emphasize that the work that these actresses and actors are doing deserve the monetary value they place on their creativity and content. So be sure to show your love and fandom by liking, following, and subscribing to all of Cherry Crush's social media pages and media outlets. But even better, be a super fan and hit up Cherry Crush's merch store. I'll leave a link to it in the description. And on the subject of following, liking, and subscribing, be sure to do the same for me. I love to be loved, too. Also, be sure to, sh- be sure to share this podcast with all of your friends, please. All right, all right, all right. Up next is Adult Stories, which I was going to have a sexy robot voice read to y'all guys, but I couldn't find one that was free and that actually worked. So I'm going to read the sexy story to you this week. Hopefully... It doesn't sound horribly disgusting with a man reading it, but here we go. So when I was about 30 years old or so, my wife and I decided to dabble in the swingers lifestyle a little bit. Over time, we became friends with quite a few swingers and would swap partners for the evening on occasion to spice things up. One night I was approached by a unicorn, which is slang for a single female in the lifestyle. She told me that her fantasy was to sleep with brothers or to have had slept with brothers. I listened to her fantasy and asked her if she had accomplished her goal or if she was still working on it. And she told me she hoped to accomplish her goal that very evening, at which point I realized she was trying to seduce me. At first I didn't understand how having sex with me was going to accomplish her fantasy, so I explained my confusion, at which point she countered with an explanation. She had already been with my brother on multiple occasions, as he and his wife were also in the lifestyle and that I was the last piece of the puzzle. I cautiously entertained her idea as at the time the way I was understanding it was she wanted a one-on-one session with me. But I was wrong, as she explained to me that, no, she wanted a threesome with myself and my brother. I then explained I might be accommodating if he was also willing, thinking to myself that I would get a chance to laugh about this with my brother the next day. What I didn't realize was my brother was at that very same house party, which she let me know promptly, and since I had agreed, she would go speak to him. You can only imagine my surprise at that moment, but I would be lying if I didn't say that I wasn't, at the very least, open-minded to the idea. Keeping in mind, my wife was with me at this gathering of open-minded individuals. As a few minutes went by, I slowly started to regret my decision to agree to her fantasies. When she returned, she informed me that my brother was not as open-minded to the idea as I was, but she still wanted what she wanted, taking me by the hand and leading me 
and my wife to a couch that was mostly private, with only a few people in the room, one being my wife. She unzipped my pants and sat me down on a couch, pulling my pants to about knee height. She reached in with one hand and grabbed my sack with her thumb, right in the center, slowly working in circles with her thumb as she performed oral sex, for what felt like 10 minutes with people watching, including my wife. But in reality, it was probably like three minutes. I didn't orgasm, but she must have thought I had because she abruptly stopped, got up off the floor, and smiled. She thanked me, I thanked her, enthusiastically, and just as quickly as the encounter started, it ended. And scene. <laughs> so that was our, uh, our uh, sex story from the internet for this week. I hope everybody enjoyed. It's kind of hard to read these things. That's why I wanted to use one of those internet robot voices, but I just couldn't find um, one to suit my needs. In this particular case, the writer of that story would like to remain anonymous, so we won't be citing an author for this particular story. And with that, next up, porn news. In the news this week, famous porn star scams her community and runs with $1.5 million. Jack Connor writing for Tweaktown reports that YouTube investigator CoffeeZilla has put together a short video that outlines the recent events surrounding the NFT project Cryptosys created by famous porn star turned influencer Lana Rhodes. Cryptosys being a collection of cartoon image NFTs or non-fungible tokens of Lana Rhodes. Now I'm not citing one way or the other, I'm just reporting the news here, but CoffeeZilla claims in his video that Lana Rhodes misrepresented herself when she said that, quote, my number one goal for this project is to increase the value of Cryptosys NFT and make it a lucrative investment for my holders that they can sell for more money than they pay to mint. End quote. Also later stating that the brand plus value would keep growing with every drop, kind of like a NFT franchise, possibly leading her fandom into believing they were making a long-term investment. But things didn't quite work out the way investors and fans had hoped, as less than a week after all of the money had been raised, Lana Rhodes vanished from her community and took the money out of the crypto wallet, withdrawing $1.5 million in total, essentially ending the project with the reasoning being that things got too negative. Quote, now I want to clarify slash state to you guys the truth as to why Lana hasn't been around much the past few days. Whenever she was hosting her AMA the day after Mint and discussing the future of the project, she was very shocked slash upset by the amount of negativity and rude comments she was seeing in chat. End quote. Now I must say that I have not personally seen these Discord chat logs myself, so I cannot speak to their authenticity, but I will say that the YouTuber CoffeeZilla in his video that I will link in the description claims that he did have a look and from what he could see or saw it wasn't a negative community at all in fact it was quite the opposite even after being a scam they were self-policing each other into being positive with the hopes that Lana Rose would come back personally I don't think anybody at Cryptosys intended for this project to be a scam I think it grew out of control and a bit too quickly and they just decided to pull the plug with the end result being some people losing a whole lot of money and other people profiting I am definitely not saying that this was the right thing to do in any case. I'm sure if I had invested, I would be upset as well. But I didn't, so I'm able to remain indifferent either way. But let me know what you think in the comments. And in case you want to read the entire article on Tweaktown or watch CoffeeZilla's video, links will be in the description. In other headlines, Vulture reports that Euphoria's Chloe Cherry was cast before making porn parody. The Washington Post reports that a new push to censor internet pornography could harm marginalized groups. And the Gospel Coalition reports that pornography use is becoming an acceptable sin. And that's the headlines.
In Adult Toys this week, we're going to be talking about VR porn, which if you haven't had the chance to experience the experience, then you're truly missing out, my friends. I personally have had the opportunity to view over two terabytes worth of VR porn from a variety of different sites. I don't know what that equates to in hours watched, but I am sure that is a lot. Not to mention, some scenes have quite a bit of reviewability, if you know what I mean. I know what you're thinking. Porn is porn, but it truly is a different experience. It's more immersive in every way, allowing you to experience the scene in 3D while simultaneously allowing you to adjust your view to your liking by simply moving your head. You don't even have to buy some expensive VR headset. If you have a smartphone, all you need to buy is an inexpensive $30 to $40 headset compatible with your smartphone to be able to enjoy the amazing world of VR porn. Now, I won't be able to link you to any VR porn sites due to restrictions, but you can find quite a few with a quick Google search. And if I remember, I will post a Amazon link to a smartphone-capable headset. Just make sure to buy one that is compatible with your make and model of smartphone. Don't hold me responsible if you buy one and it doesn't work with your phone. Make sure it is compatible with your make and model of smartphone. On that note, just a quick disclaimer before I continue. The product links in my podcast video and description are affiliate links. I just wanted to be as transparent as possible about the fact that I may make a few bucks if you use my links, which helps me out greatly. Shows your appreciation for my content and will help me stay motivated to make more content. Also, if you haven't already by this point, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Of course, that's depending on which platform you're consuming my content from. And thanks for all the support, feedback, and comments you guys are leaving me, hopefully. I haven't got any yet because this is my first video, but hopefully you're doing that. And hopefully that thanks is not for nothing. All right. With that said, we'll move on to the last segment of this show, which is adult content crowdfunding. Unfortunately, there was no good crowdfunding content for this week unless you're interested in pornographic NFTs, which I personally didn't even know was a thing until right before making this podcast. So yeah, quick Google search for the lols. I am not a financial advisor, nor am I offering financial advice, but I wouldn't buy into any of that unless you're absolutely sure, as most of what I saw appeared to be suspect at best. In other words, they lacked the authenticity of legitimate NFTs, or at least they did to me, but... I'm no expert when it comes to NFTs. I barely have a rudimentary understanding of what they even are, let alone the whole blockchain thing. With that said, hopefully next week's episode will have something a bit more meaty for the crowdfunding portion of the show. And just like that, the show is over, at least for today's episode anyways. I hope everybody enjoyed the content that I have slapped together sloppier than a prison lunchroom cafeteria in a third world country with a budget of five cents per inmate. But with that, we're going to bring this episode to an end. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. But most importantly, thanks for being open-minded to porn and all of the entertainment value that it brings to so many people. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And in some cases, hit that bell icon to be notified of future episodes. Be sure to come find us on YouTube, Twitter, and pretty much anywhere that hosts podcasts. I'm out!